0: You're listening to Prep Insider Radio with your hosts, Tommy Morris. Good. This is nothing to do with Sage Creek Baseball, I'm sorry. But have you seen a series of fortunate events? Christian Pedersen.
1: I mean. I'm out here grinding. I'm putting in hours. I'm getting there at 5 a.m. to cheer on the water okay. polo team at practice. I'm showing up to our basketball team. No I'm near. showing up to our football games. We don't even have a football team, and I'm supporting that. Noah Laxina. And Noah Laxina's <laughs> number three tip for Valentine's Day is... Chill, man. Things are going to be all right. All right, you don't want to force it. Let it happen. You're going to be all right. And Bodie De Silva from Scorebook Live. I
2: mean, he That's brought, brought basketball, right. basketball into that one. i got to give him 9 out of 10. I like uh, that.
1: What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen, Tommy Morris, Bodie De Silva, back with another episode of San Diego Prep Insider. Bodie joining us on behalf of or in representation of – I don't really know actually wh- how you are joining us um, in terms of the, the quality, though, though. but it's, it's on behalf of Scorebook Live, the digital provider for all things high school sports in the known universe. They are gobbling it all up. Bodhi's a big part of that. Bodie is, a, you can follow him at SD Preps, Tommy at Real Tommy Morris, me at Mr. CPED. On the show today, we're going to give out some game balls to the best performers of the last week in San Diego high school sports. Talk about the top 10 boys basketball teams, maybe top five, top 10 girls basketball teams. Plus, there is some coaching news to get to. Guys, which one do you want to talk about first? Top 10, like always. Sounds good to me. Tommy Morris, you like to go 10 to 1, Bodie. You like to go uh, 1 to 10. I like the 10 to 1 suspense buildup to start off the show. So, Tommy Morris, the floor is yours. Top 10 guys, basketball teams, in San Diego high schools.
0: Yeah, suspenseful 10 to 1 this week. There was a lot of um, teams in my top 10 that lost, so we got a a bunch of shakeups here. We got Mission Bay at number 10, San Diego High number 9. I know they had a tough loss against Hoover, but they still stay in my top 10. Shout out to Hoover for that win. It was a great game. I watched it live on uh, Full Time Hoops' Instagram. Del Norte is snucking up to number eight. France Parker, number seven. Mission Hills is my number six team. San Marcos drops down to five. Or is that number five? Excuse me. La Casa Canyon drops down to four. Torrey Pines at three. San Jadro is now number two. And San
2: Augustine is still number one.
1: Bodie De Silva, your top ten rankings.
2: Yeah, like Tommy said, a lot of movement, which I'd kind of been waiting because there were a few weeks there where you're trying to rearrange teams and without any losing results, it's hard to do that. So San Agustin stays at number one with me. They're they're back. They're fully healthy. They're all together and they're, they've been dominating. So uh, San Ysidro, number two, they moved up a spot. Torrey Pines is there at number three, stayed undefeated in league play. San Marcos drops to four after that loss against Del Norte last week, but they followed up with some impressive wins since. Mission Hills is at number five. Can't drop them for losing to San Marcos, and they will get them another time at home. Uh, La Costa Canyon is at number six for me. Francis Parker moves up a couple spots to number seven. San Diego High, number eight. Uh, they beat Mission Bay, who's at number nine for me, and then Carlsbad stays at number 10.
1: I like mentioning a loss to San Marcos. You can't really fault them for it. I, I feel much more comfortable about the basketball season when we're at that point that we know there are a couple of teams that, all right, great. You lost to them. They're vetted. San Marcos, one of those teams. Interesting. I love the narrative of uh, private and public at one and two in San Ysidro and Saints. I love big and small. We're getting a lot of really good dynamic plot lines. We're also getting a lot of really good dynamic players. That's where we give out our game balls. Bodhi De Silva from Scorebook Live, who are some of your top performers from the week?
2: Yeah, so uh, pulling it up first, I'll start on the girls' side. Uh, Malia Wilson from Benita Vista uh, last Monday against Anchorage Christian, so an impressive uh, Alaskan team coming down. Uh, 28 points, 12 rebounds, and five steals she had in that game, uh, as I'm scrolling through because I have all of Southern California here. Uh, Aramis Gonzalez from Otay Ranch Girls Basketball. Two games last week averaged not just a double-double, but 23 points and 22 rebounds per game, so dominating there. Uh, Angie up? Robles from Bishop's Girls Basketball had uh, averaged over 30 a game last week helping the Knights to three wins. Uh, Christian Brown from La Costa Canyon had 24 points in each of their two wins last week and then earlier this week had the buzzer beater put back to beat Carlsbad. Um, and then I'll go with Martin Flores from San Isidro. He had 24 in both games last week and San Isidro been very impressive, stayed undefeated in in league now and looks to be one of the, the top four seeds in open division. Tommy Morris. Yeah, we're gonna start out at
0: University City with Aiden Lockett, the, a, a kid who just transferred from the East Coast back down to San Diego. He's in San Diego before, but because of COVID year, he left 20 points um, in their win over point loma close game the other night, averaging over 12, over 20 excuse me, points per game in league play. One of the best players in that league. Shout out to Aiden. Jake Hall from Carlsbad, he's only a freshman, averaging 23.6 points per game. Got to mention this kid. Watch out for him in a couple of years because he's going to be nasty. Jesse Nichols from Imperial, 21.7 rebounds, and they went over Vincent Memorial. And Joel Schwatner, yep, nailed it, nailed it. 24 points, 11 rebounds, and there went over Pacific Ridge. Good job for Joel. He's from Marinath, excuse me. So I was so I, like- I was so concerned about saying Schwatner right that I, I totally omitted the school name.
1: But yeah, you, When you're when you're worried about that, like second to last one. Yeah, it's OK. It's it's totally acceptable um, before I would for my game ball just like to in case you have not watched one of these previous episodes, remind everybody that we have one of the best girls water polo teams we've ever had in the Bishop's girls water polo team this year. Last night, they put the curb stomping down on Coronado, usually one of their rivals. It was a double digit win. Go check them out, please. Playoffs are almost here. Um, the season is sneaking up on us for, uh, playoffs across the winter sports. Then that means spring sports and that means spring football. And that means it's time for us to talk just a little bit about, um, we've reached kind of that critical mass point where there are enough coaching vacancies, uh, that it's legitimately worth bringing up. I know that, uh, we need to say happy trails to Robbie Owens and Joe Kramer, both departing from uh, their respective schools, Helix and St. Augustine. Um, I know that the openings also include Fallbrook. Um, what are some of the spots that I'm missing? What are some of the things that intrigue you? What are any thoughts and or just open floor about what's going on with the high school coaching scene right now for, for football? It seems how like about, it's how about a Mitchell going
0: back to Europe.
1: Alpha Vieter saying Mitchell. Uh, headed to Vienna. That's a crazy change for Danny.
0: Wait, is that in Italy?
1: No, Vienna, uh, Austria.
0: Ah, what do they? What language? They?
1: they speak German.
0: <laughs> does, he, does Danny speak German? I know he spent some time in Europe. He must.
1: I would hope so one would one would assume that the the language of football is universal but um but yeah i think that that could be is the route uh,
2: tree the same and the post route
1: post route the metric route tree versus (laughs) the uh uh well all right you know what while we talk about this i will send eight
0: kilometers and wait no meters go eight meters make a left for two meters and then go right or whatever
2: i don't um a a couple other jobs I will go over while while you're researching there but uh Troy Everhart left at Fallbrook he was there for three seasons he has taken a job at Troy High School in Ohio um we know uh JTO Sullivan resigned from Patrick Henry immediately after the season uh Judd Boardman left from Escondido so that's another opening uh and then Sid Reed was at Mar Vista he left after one season is now the new head coach at San Diego High so uh five or six openings right now and Um, Don't really have potential names, so obviously that's up to the school to figure out uh, when they want to get those filled, but um, really jobs throughout the county and and some quality jobs there.
1: Um, Let's uh, go ahead and appreciate this man taking a few minutes out of his time. We will get to say hello here to uh, now, he's on the link. Okay, yeah, Uh, joining us is the now former director of Christian Athletics.
0: Live from Austria. Guten Tag, Danny. Um, What's up?
3: I love just jumping on at random here. <laughs> hey, so
1: well, we're we're recording the show right now, and we're saying congratulations on, on a on a, a. I mean, dude, what what'd you spend twenty one months as an ad before you had to vacate the country? It was that stressful. Uh, no, congratulations, man.
3: Dude, and was that a? Did you know that German, or did you Google Translate that whole thing? Uh, you... Luke, what? Gluckwenschen.
0: Uh,
1: my German's my my, my German's okay. I I, I I did study abroad in Berlin, so I, I I telling you that you're cute is one of the basic phrases that I remember. Um, so yeah, you got you got the you got my A plus German game.
3: I got du Wunderschen. I went with beautiful all the time. Deal. bist You are beautiful. Yeah. How, how strong That's is your good. German, Danny? What's that?
0: How strong is your German?
3: Not, not good. I lived out there, <laughs> out there in 2014, but I only learned the bad words and how to order food, and that was
0: kind of about it. And then say you're beautiful. So, so your play cool. calls either either food items or curse words.
3: <laughs> exactly right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so to, Tommy was wondering does the does the route tree change into metric, or is the language of uh, of a route tree universal amongst all yeah, mankind?
3: It's got to go metric. You're right. It's got to be, you know, meters and, uh, kilo- excuse me, kilometers. Yeah, all of it. So, yeah.
1: So, when you're calling a five yard out, that's now what? A, a 3.7 meter curl?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 3.7. <laughs> it it, it turned inside. Yep. Yep. Uh, Perfect.
1: Well, we just wanted to say congratulations, man. Thank you so much. You are going to be there the rest. You are going to be at Christian the rest of this school year, or, or when do we officially say goodbye to you?
3: Yeah, so I'm still going to finish up at Christian here till March. So then they'll find me out in March, and then I'll be out there for, for, the, for our start of the season. So they'll be on uh, our first game is June, the first weekend of June. Uh, yeah, fall of Vienna Vikings would be pretty cool. The, the European League of Football is what we're in. So we'll be playing five different countries, um, kind of the second year of this league. And, and uh, there's some pretty cool players in it too. So I'm excited just to hopefully not screw them up and just put them in a position to be successful. So.
1: Do, you, do, you ha- do you know your hand-picked successor as football head coach or is that process just beginning now?
3: I don't. I don't know yet. But, you know, obviously knowing this community – um, I've grown up here for 30 years. This is my dad's 30th year, by the way, coaching here. Um, so that's like the hardest part, like leaving the middle of his season when it's 30th year. Um, but, you know, I know this community and growing up in it, they're going to find someone that's uh, a, a much better pick than I am, you know? So I think it's going to be a great, great spot to be in. Um, I'm sure that the school is going to be going in the same direction it's been going the last couple of years, so.
1: We can delete this afterwards if you feel like my sense of humor is crossing the line, but uh, could Joel Allen be a rumor that we can get started right now?
3: Uh, I don't, you know, you have to ask Joel. I know you say he's obviously an alum. Um, I don't know. he He left an AD job before and, you know, he's in a really good spot where he's at right now. And I don't know if he wants to be an AD just yet. And I know what he's building at Point Loma. We're playing them. The second game of the season uh here at christian um so i think he really wants to I, I think he's in a really good spot at point loma but yeah i'm not gonna throw that rumor out there with joel
0: can i ask so, you a question then yeah w- when do we start the san diego to vienna pipeline with the players
3: right now i've already told you <laughs> I'll, I'll say this publicly on the show man i already told moses mooney when he's done playing in college that's the guy i'm coming after and you know he after he's done you know, I know he's probably going to be a first rounder out there, but, uh, you know, with T-Buck, man, I'd love to have him out there at some point. I think this well, league is really going to be blowing up, man. How about your boy Braxton, too? Going to SDSU.
0: Yeah, maybe in one more year you can go after him.
3: Yeah, that's right. He's <laughs> done. Well, uh, would, yeah, would, yeah.
1: Would there be Would there be a scenario where you would potentially see this league replacing somebody's college years that they would have to go do, that a wide receiver or skill position candidate might – spend three years playing instead of doing college or two years, whatever it is.
3: I never thought of that. I think, you know, what this league does offer that's different than any other professional league, right. Other than the NFL, obviously the NFL runs the entire world. What this league is all those NFL Europe teams. I don't know if you guys, do you guys play the old Madden when they were all on there? Yeah, weren't,
0: weren't they all affiliated though? Like the, play, the players had to be sent from the green Bay Packers to the Rhine fire or whatever. Right.
3: Yep. So the, those teams all still exist. And, that's what this league was was built off of, right? They've been only playing football out there for about fifty years, right? they're 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 fifty years behind uh, what what we are here in the United States. So uh, what I think this league offers is a unique fan base because it's completely separate from the United States. That's why obviously we see what in the United States these professional leagues that start up and then they get shut down. But you know, the, the infrastructure, the way those programs, the way those organizations are run, uh, I think the people that are running this league have done it right. And it's a continental TV media. The, the push of it is you're, you're not working with just one the country. There's five different countries. So, um, yeah, man, I can see this thing really blowing up. And it's only year two. Uh, and I mean, I, I watched the championship game last year. There's 50,000 people at that championship. So uh, I, I know their popularity
1: well Danny congratulations we thank you for spending a little bit of time with us one last question on the way out can we ask should you ever decide for part of your offensive or defensive play calling to go with some of those sort of big boards that you bring up that have different squares or things on them can Tommy Morris be one of them
0: yeah I can get a Tommy Morris one on there yeah yeah, because I don't know if our audience reaches Vienna but it will
1: there's a photo that we got of Tommy, that Bodhi took of Tommy from the, the yeah. finals where he's doing like the point, like the thumbs up thing. <laughs> oh man, it, it needs to sneak its way into like third tier,
2: <laughs>
0: well,
1: third tier internet celebrity where it's like, all right, Tommy now has 10,000 followers from Eastern Europe that are on a different time zone than him, but they just know him as every time number 17 scores a touchdown, it's because it was the Tommy Morris face play.
3: Dude, I'll tell you about Tommy Morris is ready to play at professional football. I played against. <laughs> he won't. He won't, he, he won't brag about himself. He is. He is probably, if not number one, top top two three quarterbacks in this city uh, in flag football. He dominated our team. You know, we had a we had a, a powerful team, and we got upset. Will always be in the back of my mind. We lost twenty two twenty. This guy, ice in his in his veins. We're we're winning. And he drives down in under a minute beats us. So I, I'm hoping, you know, I think our quarterback can,
0: can take some lessons from Tommy. Now well, I got a memo, Danny, for saying that publicly. Well, no, 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 <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm no. Tying, I'm tying a cute little bow on the end of the interview. And then he goes and has perhaps the most controversial take on what will be his exit interview with San Diego, where, I don't ever remember hearing you compliment Tyler Buckner with that many commas and descriptive adjectives. So are you saying here on the podcast that Tommy (laughs) Morris is a better quarterback than Tyler
3: Buckner? I can say obviously Tommy, I got the play against, you know, I watched Tyler from the sideline, but you know, being a competitor against him, that's a guy I don't ever want to line up against. I'll well, let that me, right ask let me ask you this. Let time me ask you, let me, let me ask <laughs> it
1: this way. Let me ask it this way. You, you got to go win a championship this season in Vienna. Who are you taking Tommy or, or, or Tyler?
3: Well, strictly just because the NCAA rules as well. I mean, it doesn't make this. All right,
1: all right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Get out of here, Danny.
3: I mean, I know you Danny. I, if I need, I got one, <laughs> I got one minute to drive. Is it Mahomes or Tommy Morris? That's a, that is a uh, conversation that's coming back. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> same <laughs> conversation. They're, they deserve the same the same accolade.
1: We may never know, Danny. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Congratulations again. Thank
3: you guys. Thanks. I appreciate you guys having me on, Bodie. I didn't even see you were there, bro. I, yeah. Like I what? Hey, what's up? What, he was
0: looking up German words and he could not put a <laughs> sentence together yet.
3: <laughs> I'll see you guys hopefully before I leave too. So a couple months here.
1: We'll come out there one one or two more times. Ha, ha, have a have a team make a championship run, and we'll definitely bump into you. Deal. All
3: right, man. Well, right. soccer's doing it. The girls, so all right, man. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. It's Not for sure problem. gonna be it's for sure gonna be Joel
1: that takes over there. For sure. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking with you all. Um, We've gone over time now, but I would just like to toss it out there real quick on the tail end of this. Of the available open jobs, what is one that either intrigues you the most or you think has the most impact available in the county or might be the dark horse? Just one that you think uh, deserves people paying attention to who gets hired there uh, as it could potentially be something interesting to follow.
0: I'll say I'll say Escondido just because we just had the championship games and they were all there. So the facilities there are nice. I'm sure that the, the community would like to have a good football team there. So I think you get the right guy in there with those facilities. Kids will want to come and play there. So you got a real shot of building something big there.
1: I don't have Escondido's record for the last like five years up, but I feel like low margins of loss and victory, like they've been on the bubble maybe for 10 years of being pretty good, but just haven't had football go their way. So totally agree with you that that, the, the premise of it, thought it was a great venue. The premise of them staying there for the next couple of years, I'm fine with uh, don't waste money if you don't have to Until that new stadium at SDSU can maybe be worked out at, at a reasonable price, but yeah, that'd be great for Escondido as a program. Bodie, how about you?
2: Yeah, I, I think, I mean, without going the obvious, we know the history St. Augustine's had. Um, I think Patrick Henry was, it was awesome for JT to get their their first title this year. They are losing some seniors that way. Um, I think Fallbrook's one, I really want to see who's there because there's been so much turnover in recent years for those kids, I feel for them. Not just with coaches, but principals. You just want those kids to have some stability for the tenure of their time. And those three, four years they're there playing varsity. Uh, in high school so hopefully whoever is the next the next option there that they can kind of build off of what they were this season and hopefully is there for the long haul you know what my first phone call will be i do Text you know i would say <laughs> i know right where you're going Chris someone Moore. who's been on the show
0: yeah who? i don't know if we do it but I, I i'm sure that's his dream job
2: who
1: oh deal um I just Bodie I heard Bodie's audio kind of overlining with that uh, I just want to make sure I heard that correctly. yes that would be interesting I'm gonna go with Patrick Henry uh JTO Sullivan was there three was it three years
2: I'm checking I think that sounds right to me
1: um not there very long but he took them to almost immediate success um like even that first year they were putting up 60 something points in games. And even if they, if they weren't like a championship threat right away, they were good right away. They were interesting right away. He proved that something that I have often thought is underappreciated. And that is that allied gardens and that whole area where Patrick Henry is located is kind of in the intersection of a pretty diverse amount of community. And you can get all different body shapes and sizes and you can get people that are actually good linemen and actually good skill positions. And at least in terms of the time that we have been doing this job, I think back uh, Dominic Silvils, Desmond Patman, like there's been signature dudes at Henry. It's not a school. I mean, even that, just
0: this year, Elijah Lux.
1: Yeah, it's not a school that, oh, JT did it, like whatever. They got a good senior class, you know. Yeah, okay, great. They're back to two and eight next year. No, like, There's a lot of potential firepower in that yeah, yeah. school and momentum there coming off of a championship that you i would say rarely see but this year we've got two of them um, in terms of coaches leaving after championships so you, you kind of rarely see it where even with the senior class leaving school still on an upswing coach steps away
0: also jt if you're watching this i watched a most recent video about clock management i have a few things i'd like to argue with you playfully argue not he says to never spiked the ball i don't agree with that
1: wow. i am down with us <laughs> lightly beefing and feuding with jt o'sullivan in a in a in a very Professional good, manner not a good spirited light-hearted we're all in on the joke because we're all here cashing those youtube checks not taking things too serious but
0: yeah like a you know i think there's good times where you need to spike the ball i don't i don't understand that that's that's his prerogative though
1: well so, you uh, can't run the fake spike if you don't run the spike
2: Ah, so yeah yeah exactly uh to answer your question, yeah, three seasons at Henry, six and six, three and one, ten and three. So obviously on the upswing there and left him in a good spot.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm just like, I don't know, man. You you know like you, Bodhi, you said it, you know what's at Saints. Exactly. Yeah. Like they, they can hire a big name coach and they can go back from being you know sixth ranked usually to second ranked or first ranked, but that's not a huge gap change. But if yeah. Patrick Henry can steam all the way up, I think that, that could be a a D one school in two years.
2: Yeah. And why is are right around the 2,400 mark? So that's among the, the big public schools.
1: Yeah. And, and, right now. yep, exactly. So that's where I, I'm watching quick Ascension, potentially being someone there that if they hired the right person, that could be a roller coaster straight up for that school. Um, curious to hear what all of you guys out there in, in Twitter and Instagram sphere say, hit us up. Uh, if you have any coaching drama or news bug, Tommy or Bodie, not me. I don't care. I just want to see them when they're hired um and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys anything we didn't miss anything we're good
2: i'll give one last shout out a a big result from a girls basketball game earlier this week uh mission hills beat cathedral we know how good cathedral's been they have all-american uh ice brady uh but for mission hills that's a huge win we know country day how good they are but mission hills getting that win jessica grant 15 points uh in that win there And, and just looking through the numbers everyone contributed rebounds assists so uh, Mission Hills will be a team. They played La Jolla Country Day to six points earlier this year. So hopefully they get a matchup again and um, give another competitive effort there.
1: I legit think that the Country Day girls team is just chilling
0: <laughs> and
1: is not showing us what they're capable of. Yeah. I it's honestly. I Canyon think,
0: of girls basketball.
1: Yeah. I think that Terry Banford's holding them back and just not showing anybody what like the true plan is. And they're just going to start molly whopping people into the playoffs.
3: Appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate it, Tommy. Appreciate everybody for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week with more high school sports updates.